Magnum T.I., Tom Izzo, joining us now uh, to weigh in on uh, two very critical, critical topics. Name, image, and likeness, as well as the transfer portal. Now, Tom, I know we've had some conversations about both these topics, so I kind of know how you feel, but uh, so happy to have you here with us, my friend. You doing well? I'm doing great. Yeah, we talked about it a lot sure. in the, uh, throughout the year. I think I'm going to be the evil empire here. We got <laughs> Blake and Jay, and those guys, uh, well, I know Jay thinks the world uh, revolves around it, but uh, <laughs> I have a little different feeling about it, to be honest with you. You know, when you take the two things, Tom, you take the transfer portal and you take name, image, and likeness, each of them on their own merit becomes a new challenge, whether you're coaching women's basketball, baseball, men's basketball, but to have them kind of occur at the same time together, what kind of challenge is that putting on for a school, for a coach? Yeah, it's a great challenge for the agents that we've allowed in the high school. Into the high school, yep. um, Then you got to add one more thing, Mark, that we have one more year of, and that's the COVID thing. I mean, we played uh, Kansas State. The average age was 23 and a half. We played against a couple 26-year-olds this year. Wow. And so you put all those things combined, and, uh, you know, it's just, um, I don't know. I'm kind of in the Jay Wright family where there's a reason to be in college, and then there's a reason to be in pro. And when when you look at the Final Four this year, the uniqueness of to, ha- to have San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, UConn, and, and Miami, um, all great teams, no doubt about it, but a unique Final Four. Is that um, something that's a result of those three things? Is it? Uh, well, I have a different take on it. I think it's a result because I don't think that these top teams, there's so many coaches you talk to. I mean, you know, like Jay's going to have his opinion, but of the 353 teams in Division One or 55, you'd know more than I do. I bet you 350 of those coaches – in football and basketball, I've gotten more calls from football coaches in the last month. They're, they're pulling their hair out of their head. Sure. Well, if 700 of the 750 coaches think it's bad, what, what would give anybody the reason to think it's good? Right. And so, um, you know, I mean, I understand the NCAA should have done this and that, and there should have been different things. But I'm worried that kids are spending more time on their podcast, tweeting. And forgetting about basketball. So these good teams that have these players that can make more money, they're not getting there. It's the smaller teams that have that. I think that's one of the problems. I don't think we can repeat what you said, uh, Tom, when we were discussing the NCAA's decision to come out basically and say you're more than welcome to transfer as often as you'd like. So you have this situation of the transfer portal, which a couple just a couple of years ago was something relatively new. It was rearing its ugly head. Uh, it was two Decembers ago, Mel Tucker told me there were 5,000 names in the transfer portal, and that was two years ago. Now yeah. it's just ballooning like you wouldn't believe, and is it ever going to be given the parameters that it needs to be given? Well, according to the people I talked to, this has now got into our federal government. So those Title IX rules and, you know, we're, we're like Portland, Oregon. There are no rules. Right. You know, and if... If any of you think that you would have been the same person at 18 with no rules, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, why is this number of 18 where we're 
a grown-up. We can handle all these things, you know. Um, if that's true, why can't you drink until you're 21? Why can't you be president until you're 36? You know, where this, this rule came up that we think we have all of our abilities at 18 to make decisions, most of these kids are making bad decisions. And Mark and I have talked about it. There's so many unintended consequences. One being it's hurting the African-American kids because we're not recruiting high school kids anymore. In my sport, right. a large number of those are minority kids. The minority graduation rate five years ago was in the 20s. Now it got up to the 60s. We're going to head right back down. Those right. are some of the unintended. Right. You can't transfer from one school to another to another and then be... Get your credits uh, get and graduate. Your credits. That's right. You it just don't work that way. Are you worried about kids leaving mid mid season? Oh, that's coming. I know mean, it's happened. Uh, uh, yeah, if, if we keep legalizing everything, we're going to play at Michigan State the first half and at Michigan the second half. Wow. Wow. Sure, so free agency is here. It's alive and well in college athletics. Yeah, if they want to let it be. As far as these lawsuits, too, you know. Uh, our old commissioner, Jim Delaney. So who cares if they sue? I mean, if, if, if I'm sitting in my house and somebody walks down my sidewalk and slips and falls, I get sued. You know, it's on right. my property. Why are they walking? So there are lawsuits for everything. I mean, and now we allowed agents in the high schools. That sounds like a good idea because they're making 20% of that money. Yeah. That some of these kids are getting. And then those kids are going to pay taxes. And by the way, the money you're hearing is probably a quarter, half of what they're getting. So when you hear some of these numbers, don't think you're going to go back and be a college quarterback, Steve, because you're not getting that much money. <laughs> no. but do, they, do they ask you when you recruit now to go in about that in our stuff? Or do you, have, do you say, that's not what I do, and you have to talk to X, Y, and Z? How does that work with you? I mean, we got to do what we got to do, but um, I, there's just there's certain ponds I don't fish in. Mm-hmm. If I know that's the reason, and it's happened around here, you know, recently, that guys are leaving because it's, it's a shame, you know. I have a couple good questions for Blake. One of them would be, you know, I'm sure any student athlete, I mean, if you asked anybody, you can get more money. Are you good with that? At 18, I would have raised my hand. Good. You know? What happens if he comes back after an injury? Great player. And this summer, three of his offensive linemen bolt. Is that fair to him? No. You know, there's some more unintended consequences. Or a receiver is great and a quarterback bolts. Or the quarterback's great and his receiver's bolt. There's so many things that are going to go into this that nobody thinks about. And um, I don't think it was that broke. You know, I really don't. Should kids have gotten some money? I think we would all agree a stipend of some kind. Certainly. Would have been okay. But now, and there's kids out there making more than my assistant coaches. Disruption is the biggest killer of anything, and it's um, as you go through and you look at the outcome of all this, I, I go real quickly to, from a national standpoint, the MAC versus the Big Ten. Um, within a league, the Rutgers and a Michigan, there, there's a differential in each one of these. Within a school, you've got basketball, you've got track. 
And then on a team, you have the guy that's getting at the quarterback and the lineman. As you look at those differentials, what do you think the biggest impact's going to have? Is it within the locker room, or is it within a conference, or within a school? Wow. Million-dollar question. I mean, think about the locker room. That's going to be hard. You know, I, I worry about that. The conference, as you know, certain conferences are going crazy on this, and it's going to be a problem. But uh, I don't know which is going to be the worst. That's yet to be coming. I was, talking to Eric, I was talking to Eric Shanks, um, who is the uh, CEO of Fox Sports, and I said, I'm looking forward to having you in Big Ten country. And then I got to thinking, you're already in Big Ten country sure. out there with UCLA and USC, yeah. so yeah. it is changing. Tom, uh, you already mentioned Jay Wright, and we've had a discussion about this. And, you know, 38 states, half of Canada. You know, we've got this juggling going on, NIL transfer portal. What is the result going to be on your profession? I'm sorry? What's the result of name image like this transfer portal gonna have on your profession now granted salaries have gone up but so are pressures and there's a lot going on uh, the end result I don't know Jay and I talk about it often sometimes in good ways sometimes in bad ways <laughs> but um, I, I I keep going back to and him and I argue about this I don't see any kid that's benefiting from being given something that in my mind they don't earn yet and the the argument about coaches get more you know i turned down a job when you were my ad to minnesota i would have to pay seven million dollars in buyout um you know i don't think coaches can just move around as easy as it looks but if they can it's because they've probably been in it 15 20 years and uh i i just think it's going to hurt the players in the end that's what i think kids moving uh, they're not going to have a home. Graduation rates, I think, are going to go down. I brought up a good point, Jay. <laughs> Here we go. No, what if Blake Corum, good running back, middle of the summer, because there are no rules. I mean, this, this thing that the NCAA tried with May 8th, and, you know, it's just a waiver for everything. Half his offensive line leaves. Here's a running back who's ready to go, and boom, boom, boom. And is that fair to him? Yeah, the answer is no. It's not. The, there are so many. Well, first of all, it's nice of you guys to get Izzo a booster seat here so he can see over the table. Uh, Jay Billis has rejoined the set, too. <laughs> you guys just tap yeah, gloves. Yeah, and tap gloves. And come on out. I, I think the, the problem, and, and you mentioned coaches' buyouts, and, and we were talking a little bit earlier before Tom got here that that may be part of the ultimate solution here is when when we get to the point, I think we will get there when players are signed to contracts, that you have a provision in there if they decide to leave before the conclusion of their contract term that they have to pay a buyout. So if they're paid a certain amount of money, the buyout's commensurate with that, uh, and you have some, some sanity brought into the process on a legal side. Uh, I, I just don't think it's as hard. Right now we're caught in the middle of the amateurism model, the strict amateurism model, and getting to where ultimately this is going to be, and that is a, a professional uh, enterprise. And, and we're trying to fit this you know, NIL thing in there. And, you know, the transfer portal, from my understanding, came in simply because the NCAA was trying to justify 
the amateurism model, and how could they how could they say these are students to be treated like any other student, and then tell them that they're subject to a, a, a one-year penalty if they decide to leave, which is the equivalent of a, a non-compete provision in an employment contract when they're not employees. They can be employees because students are employees right now. I was talking with a uh, an AD of a large institution the other day and said, do you know we have 6,000 students employed by our university, current students? And the answer was, I didn't know that, but they can do it there. We can do it with regard to 500 athletes if we want to. It's really not that difficult. In our previous conversation, Jay, you were talking about, you know, the NCAA and, you know, they're kind of looking over their shoulder at potential lawsuits. By that coming out with a mandate on NIL, maybe something a little stricter with transfer portal. At the end of the day, until there is a concrete rule, and it's no longer a gray area, because that's exactly what NIL is right now. It is one big frickin' gray area. How is that good for everybody involved? The one thing I do agree with them on, not many, <laughs> the one thing I do agree with them on, I'm all for contracts. I, I think it's going to be sad because I do agree with Jay Wright. If you want to be a pro, go pro. If you want to be in college, be in college. That's my feel for it. But if there's contracts, I love it. Sign them to a contract. Let them pay taxes. Let them pay all the stuff we pay. Um, would they pay their own medical, though? Because well, when they mean, sign a contract, they're uh, in But that'd be up to the school. Like, like you know, the employees get oh medical. Lord. Employees get medical if they negotiate it. It's really not that difficult. You want to give medical to some, not to others. Right now, on the, on the Michigan State baseball team, they have 12 and a half scholarships. They give some players books, some players uh, room and board. I mean, they split it up all, all the time. There, there's no equity in any of this. Well, but, I mean, if you got a... If you do have a contract, then you have to have a salary cap. That's all legal, right? Yeah, the salary cap would have to be collectively bargained. You don't necessarily have to, but you'd have a market. There's no salary cap for coaches, but you have a market. You know, schools know what they can pay, what other uh, other schools are paying. But pro sports has a salary cap. They do, but but the problem there, Tom, is, is as you know, in the NBA, the players get 50% of the revenue, mm-hmm. and the NCAA doesn't want that. Uh, the players right now are, are worth way more than they're being paid. And well, if there was a market for it, it, it the, the numbers would go up. And the they don't contract idea is intriguing. Now, would the salaries be negotiated at the time of recruitment? Well, they're not supposed to be now, as we all know. <laughs> exactly. And that's the biggest Hypothetically, it goes to that contract situation, Tom. I, I would think they'd have to be. But I think part of the problem that I'd like my former AD to stick up for me on I think sometimes you can say that about basketball, but we have to realize that they're trying to support 26 sports. That's kind of the collegiate way, you know, to do stuff for others in there. And if you try to do that, these schools aren't making as much money as you think they are. There's always a word of caution and a word of unintended consequences. I look at the bowl season as something that used to be celebrated by schools all over the country. And today it's, a, it's just a handful of fan bases and student athletes that enjoy it. I mean, kids that don't make the playoffs, they, they want to protect their bodies, and they want, which is rightfully so. But 
not so long ago, it was a big gathering and a big event for all. So as you look at all these things, it's going to have unintended consequences, and you can't just blanket say this is a great thing. Yeah, but they say kids are going to stay in school because of it. Kids that are staying in school aren't good enough. Mm -hmm. We got some around here that been here three years. Gonna, you know, they're not good enough to go, or, or the NBA doesn't want them. No kid is going to turn down a contract in the NBA or NFL to stay in college. I don't think. I don't think any yep. kid will. All right, we're uh, getting ready to get the uh, main event going here at the Detroit Athletic Club. Uh, it's just, Tom, it's just campy. We got you it's guys all warmed up for this. <laughs> we'll just talk right yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, is this round one right here? And this is what we're going to be. Camp. This is what we're going to be accustomed to tonight, right here. Is this uh, the preview right here? What we just had? Oh yeah, this is the preview. Yeah. I want to say more than anything, thank you for coming here and having the conversation yes. because the dialogue is going to create good, and that's the only thing that will. It's everybody has it's different awesome. opinions, comes at it from a different approach, but by talking about it, we've got an opportunity to make some good. Yeah, we all learn something from one another yep. doing it that way. Tom, appreciate it, my friend. Thank you very Anytime. much. Right. Jay, thanks. Thank you. Thank right. you. Thanks to you as well. Uh, Ken, Kenny, we'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Are we done? Kevin, we'll see you tomorrow. You mean that, right, that two That's hours is gone? That fast? Yeah. That, that was, was a pleasure, great two hours. That's great. Thank you, Mark. A lot of fun, as always. Thanks, Ken. Uh, that is it, folks, for our portion of the State of Collegiate Athletics Town Hall. I think Town we're coming Hall. back, aren't we? Uh, we've had it here on WJR for you, and uh, there is quite a program. You got a little taste of it. So, uh, aren't you glad you broadcast from ST? Because you know normally they wouldn't even let you in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm wearing the tie. Leave it here on WJR. <laughs>